Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Johnny Big Redemption like No I'm talking about Hold up Whoa 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 Get out the way get out the way get out the way yeah Yeah Get out the way get the fuck up on my way yeah Yeah You either with me or kiss me ho You either with me or Win 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 Fuck everything else Win 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 These niggas ain't shit being the Lombardi trophy. Let somebody else get a turn with it, Joe, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg-looking motherfucker. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at ChairShot Radio Network in conjunction with... TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And use your heads, we ask, we implore, we insist upon you. By going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody. I guarantee we'll have something you like. And if you put in the promo code Black History Month, you, you might get something off. You, I, I, I'm not guaranteeing it, 
but what can it hurt? I mean, really, what can it possibly hurt? Okay, I'm not necessarily. I'm not necessarily sure it carried through to this week, but the promo code for last week was "thank you" for twenty percent off and free shipping. You heard is, the man. For, is the promo for code for this week forty acres and a mule? Pop. <laughs> I'll shut up now. That was great. I don't. That, that, you, that, we're done here. That's yeah. We're done here. Thank you for tuning in to the latest edition of Three Man Weave. We're not going to top that, folks. That's uh, that's the apex. Oh, I can top it. Well, I don't. We'll I, don't I don't. I don't think so, Tim. Not a fan of the Al Borla. Yeah, no. Not a fan of the Al reference. No, edit as I said, we could top it, but we're going to try. We're going to trudge on nonetheless. I'm Mr. Velvet Price, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by the commissioner, PC Tunney, and my brother from another mother, Mr. Raymond Cash. Gentlemen, greetings and salutations to you both. Are you more of a Wilson guy? I mean, <laughs> we, we, if we, do we want to talk about home, home improvement? No, I'm sorry. I'll to... stop. I apologize. I mean, look, I'm with it. Um, uh, by the way, happy Black History Month to all those people out there. Right on, um, right on. You know, we only got a couple days left, so might as well enjoy what we got. Uh, but no, I'm good, man. How y'all doing? I'm good, man, and I'm I'm more of a Tim Allen guy myself, man. We're going to have cocaine wherever he's at. That sounds like the place to be. It's a party, y'all. It's going to be a party, y'all. Tim Allen going to supply, supply the party favors. That's pretty accurate. Like, that's not even a joke. <laughs> yeah, just just don't give me, just don't just don't give me your real name, in case shit goes south. My name is Chris Platt. My name is Cliff Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> Neither <of> y'all, Chris <laughs> Pratt. <laughs> I'm salty. He made a name for the name before I was able to make a name for the name because they're so close. Ah, uh, you'll be yeah, fine. any. You'll be fine. Nobody's going to be confusing y'all out on the street. That's true. That's true. And, I mean, he had a better year than I did, man. He led the Bills to the AFC Championship game. So, Jesus shout out Christ. to Chris Pratt, man. Well, you be trying. You be you sneaking him in, huh? Listen, we ain't I getting into it. the Josh Allen debate today. You even texted me the other day, the other week. Why Why are you so big on – oh, no, that was Jared Allen. But I took yeah, it as yeah, Josh on, Allen. That's, a, that's the same thing, though. You always ask me why I'm so big on Josh Allen, too, but whatever. Get get your Allens together, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Jared Levert. I, uh, number one, it's Careless Levert. Okay, Careless right. Levert. Careless Levert. Cause it's, he got to learn how to it's calm super, down with that basketball. No, it's super thrilled I got traded so I could get checked out, Levert. That's what it is. Poor fella, you went from Brooklyn to Indiana. No, Poor but fella. they caught that mask that he had on his. One of his oh organs. yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot about like, that. They yeah, wouldn't check for that. that. Was a blessing. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You're right. Oh you're no, right. It's, it's still poor fellow went from Brooklyn to Indiana, but at least my man got found out he had. I don't know, a cancerous man. Cancerous mass. Lavert. That's true. That's true. Lavert Brogdon, uh, uh, Miles Turner. We're not, Sabonis. We're not talking about basketball wise, Tony. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> not Sorry. talking about yeah, my yeah, true, no, true, no, true. This has nothing to do with the job. We're talking about after hours. <laughs> Indianapolis. <laughs> Indianapolis is Indianapolis a beautiful city. No, Indianapolis got a nightlife there. That ain't bad. I've been there. I'm partying in Indy. Indianapolis isn't horrible, but compared to Brooklyn. Well, well I mean, I'm, yeah, fair. That's like no, comparing, that's like comparing Milwaukee. That's like comparing Milwaukee to Chicago. 
what, 2100 Jackson Street? He's going to be kicking it with uh, a. <laughs> 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 <You're gonna> be... <laughs> You're gonna be kicking it with Marlo, Mar Marlo, Jesus, Marlon and Tito in them. Hey, Randy still in there? Does he really? I don't know. That sounds funny. <laughs> he does now. It sounds funny. You're supposed to get it on track, Tony. We're supposed to get it on track. Oh, I thought Chris was bringing it around. Yeah, we'll go topic number one here. We'll be right back. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Plenty of NFL topics this week as we approach the Stupid Bowl. I don't want to say super, you know, dish for eating soup. I don't know if that we'll get sued for that or whatever, right? Isn't that always the big thing? You can't say Super Bowl. You can't advertise yeah, them having a Super Bowl party. Hey, big, big, big game party on Sunday. Like, what a crock of shit. Yeah, I think the NFL has it trademarked, right? So you kind of got to be careful what you say in those particular situations. But who gives a shit? Right. All right. Paris well, Hilton has that's hot trademark, and I'm not worried about Paris Hilton coming for me, bro. So <laughs> not worried about the NFL. If I'm hanging out with Tim Allen, Paris Hilton may come for me, though. <laughs> I'm not nah. saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coming in hot today, gentlemen. Next week's podcast will be called Isolation because only PC Tunney will be here. Platt and Bray <laughs> will have been tracked down by their brand new foes. All right, folks, we got three different topics we want to hit on as far as the NFL goes. We're going to finish up with the Super Bowl. We're going to get to the chaos in Texas known as the Houston Texans and why you want to get rid of three franchise players in less than a year. But we're going to start here. Jared Goff is headed to the Detroit Lions. And along with Jared Goff, is going the sixth and seventh consecutive year first round picks from the LA Rams that have been traded away. The 2022 20, and 2023 first round picks of the Rams and a third rounder for this year. In return, the Rams get Matthew Stafford. Now, guys, I, I just want to break this down like this before, before the two of you give me your opinion. Jared Goff is, I think, the winningest quarterback in the regular season or overall or top three or whatever. I'm not exactly sure on the stat in the last three years. Yet he's also turned the ball over more than anybody in the last three years. Matthew Stafford has a QBR of 70 over the last three to four years. Quarterbacks with a QBR of 70 generally average about 70% win percentage. Matthew Stafford has won 30% of his games in those games. The translation would be that the Rams are finally getting a quarterback that can put them over to the next level, and Detroit's getting somebody that knows how to win and a bunch of picks. Honestly, I've watched Matt Stafford play. I don't think he's a guy to take you to the next level. I don't think Matt Stafford could have played any better than Jared Goff played against the Packers in that playoff game, and that's the step they're trying to take. I like this trade for the Lions, they're getting someone that's capable who may go to a better system, and they're getting these picks. Why are the Rams not building through the draft? It doesn't make sense. That's my take. I wanted to get that out of the way because I wanted you guys to look at it from my perspective to start. So, number one, two things can be right simultaneously. I think that 
they overpaid for Matt Stafford. I do. I mean, Jesus, did y'all even try to kick the tires up on Deshaun Watson? But well, we wait until we get there. Yeah, I mean, what's that going to take? That's going to be the first question I am asking you guys there. But go ahead. Sorry. But that being said, the Rams are really good. They're really good. They've got a great defense. They've got some weapons on offense with uh, Cooper Cup and them boys on my Stephen A. Smith shit, you know. This is a win-now team, and, and you got to be looking at the landscape in the NFC. They got as good a shot as any, and Matthew Stafford is clearly an upgrade to Jared Goff. I, I know you put your stats out there and this and that, but it's the eye test, man. He's not good. He's just not good, and I, I never understood him being the first pick anyway. Hell, he didn't even have a, a winning uh, – uh, over 500 winning percentage in college, so I don't understand why you would pick your – you take your – waste a first-round pick on that. But that being said – I like it. It's ballsy. Now, this is the type of move that messes around and gets GMs fired. That's why typically they don't do things like this. But, again, looking at the landscape in the NFC, they have to be considered a title contender. Now, I'm a little bit higher on Stafford than you are. I think he's one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the league. Not so much because he's so great. It's just that everybody else is pretty shitty. So I think he is a top 10 guy, and he's a guy that you can possibly get to that next level with with everything else around him, with super genius boy wonders Sean McVay calling his plays, putting him in positions to succeed as opposed to putting him in positions to fail. This is a great move for both sides because, I mean, in the Rams, you get a guy that's been a proven starter in this league and has gone to the Super Bowl. I might not think much of him. But he did lead his team to the Super Bowl. He does have a winning uh, winning record, and maybe this will light a fire under him. Plus, you get two first-rounders to rebuild and try to do what you do. So, yeah, both I think both sides came out great, even though I think that the, the Rams overpaid, but I totally understand why. And if I was them, I would have done the same. My, my first thought is the NFL needs a step-in rule. You guys don't know what the step-in rule in the, in the NBA is. You Bro, I'm from tr- Cleveland. <laughs> I know. I'm talking. Not talking to you. I'm talking to, to our wonderful <laughs> listeners. I know you know. I know both of you know. But you can't trade multiple picks, uh, consecutive trading picks, uh, consecutive first round picks back to back. Um, seven years, bro. That's crazy. First round picks. But just being honest, they haven't needed them because they've been a Super Bowl contender consistently for the past few years. Um, they could have gotten to the Super Bowl if they had any quarterback. Jared Goff didn't have a thumb. John Wofford didn't have a consciousness because he got knocked into oblivion. You know, and they still almost beat uh, Seattle. Or did they beat Seattle? I don't remember. Yeah, they beat Seattle and then they lost to Green Bay the next week. Yes. Um, but you said you said it perfectly, Platt. Uh, two things can be right at the same time. Um, I'm right with you on being high with Matt Stafford. And we have the conversations often about the quarterbacks that are kind of on the fringe of greatness that you may be lower on and we might be higher on or whatever. But golf was 21 to 27 with a touchdown and no interceptions in that 14 point loss to the Packers. Good numbers. Um, But um, Matthew Stafford is a guy very clearly, as you spoke of with the eye test, that is doing more with less. He's one of the few guys in the league that's putting up great numbers and is doing great work, but clearly has no help. Kenny Golladay probably played more games this 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 year in the NFL than you, me, and Tony combined. Like you know, and like he had he's had nobody 
um, the history of the Detroit Lions is they get a great player, and then they lose so much, and then they retire because they're tired of getting destroyed. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. And so I'm happy that, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford said, give us us free, and was emancipated, and is able to go to <laughs> hang out with his best friend, Clayton Kershaw, in L.A., and they're going to be great. Speaking of the Detroit Lions, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. I didn't know if you Poor Detroit Lions, man. Can you imagine you got to go to work like, this is my boss. This is the melon farmer that's supposed to tell me what to do. And, and, and then, just in case, if that wasn't bad enough, that melon farmer that the Eagles just hired said, hold my beer. <laughs> what he heard there. What he heard, oh boy, in Detroit. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it, it, makes you, it makes you miss the days of Adam Gates. Like, it's bad. <laughs> um... It's really bad. Um, what are you talking Jericho? about? <laughs> I don't know. I, I will say this. I, the reason I think the trade was fair is because very clearly everybody knows Jerry Goff isn't going to be in Detroit long. He's a stopgap until they get who they want. They have multiple picks. Uh, for, they have two first-round picks in both of these next years now. Um, and money, bro. The money had to match. It. How bad, how shitty you got to be to sign the, the richest contract in football history Two years ago, and they're like, nah, son, that don't work for me no more. Um, and you know what? You gave that a wonderful stat, and I think the issue is that Jared Goff makes plays. The problem is he doesn't make enough big plays. So for a guy who has a much bigger arm than this guy, he's Chad Pennington without the heart. I can't win that way. Yeah, I, I feel Jared Goff's problem right now is he doesn't have Todd Gurley at his peak and a little bit of complacency having the success he had early on. Frankly, I think that's disrespectful to Chad Pennington. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're probably right. I apologize, Chad. My bad. Hey, Chad, I don't care what nobody says. To me, Chad Pennington, the first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't give a shit what nobody says. I ain't never seen a human being in football, maybe Alex Smith, that got more heart than that dude. That dude got heart, bro. Well, I certainly wouldn't go that far, but comparing him to Jared Goff, I, yeah, that's uh, a... Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Big insane. Game Chad, man. <laughs> Not my best moment, sir. You're correct. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's move on to another topic involving another quarterback in the NFL and the debacle that is known as the Houston Texans over the last period of time. Ray's shaking his head. I mean, not only... The rough time to be Houstonian right now. Yeah. Not I mean, pull for them team. <laughs> Not only does it look like Deshaun Watson and the management of the Houston Texans are playing a game of chicken, but it doesn't seem likely that JJ Watt's going to be back either, Ray. Well, that just makes that just makes financial sense. If if you're going to suck, why would you suck and be expensive? It doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me give you an analogy. Let's say you are a bachelor with no kids, with no wife and you are consumed by your job. Let's say you're a doctor. Why would you have the most nicest, expensive house when you're never there? 
doesn't make any sense. To have a place that's comfortable, you sleep and go keep moving. So if Deshaun's going to be gone and you've already traded away the only offensive weapon you had in DeAndre Hopkins, this should what make like $25 million a year. Get rid of him too. Start over, start from scratch, blow it up. And if Cully, if David Cully really is the culture guy that you say he is, he's a Raven, so I know he knows something about some culture and may not be able to translate, then let him create his own culture with his own guys, give him three years, see what happens. But it, it, it's not going to work when when the previous regime and the previous guys who believed in the previous regime are still there. It's not, it's not going to work. It's just it's so I'm, that, that's the one thing that makes sense out of all of this debacle. Now, I agree with that. And let J.J., let him go to Pittsburgh. He can be reunited with his two brothers. They can make all them subway no. commercials. Hold, hold on, let me finish because I got a good bit going re- re- just real oh. quick. They can do all their the subway commercials. Then he'll retire next year. They can do a hunting show on the hunting channel. And 10 years from now, he'll be the GOP nominee for Congress or the Senate or the House of Representatives. Let him go do his thing. Go ahead, Ray. Um, He could run right now. He definitely went in Texas. Um, But no, he cannot come to the AFC North. Cause we already got enough, but yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's he's gone. And I and I'm happy for I. You want good? You don't. I love Houston, the city. I don't care about the Texans. I love my city. Houston is a great city, a very underrated city. But regardless of what city you're in, it is a terrible thing for I think any sports fan in any sports league to have a player of that caliber talking J.J. Watt. Um, Deshaun Watson, even a player of caliber of Matthew Stafford, languishing somewhere where the team is terrible, the team doesn't give a fuck about winning, and all they're doing is going out there and just continuing to get hurt because nobody's out there trying to help. So I, 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 part of me, the humanitarian in me, wants to see them again emancipate that man. Let him be free. Go get your money and go have a chance to go win somewhere else where clearly the team cares about the players and you, did you hear the general manager talking about we're not trading the player? His name Deshaun. His mama named him Deshaun. You gonna call him Deshaun, not the player. You know, hey, look, remember the, you the sure? inmates run the asylum? It's <laughs> yeah. You, you literally stole the words right out of my mouth. I was going to bring up that statement that the owner made a few years ago. Plus He's the fact that... Out, so rest in peace, but still. Yeah, okay. Can, <laughs> can J.J. Watt come home, though? I mean, by automobile, he's like grew up born and raised two hours south of you know the frozen tundra that's actually a good spot that's that's what y'all want to do go for it you know fuck it do you think (laughs) hey if he can say if he can stay healthy for 16 games he could be the difference what into uh what he's gonna give you well two sacks in 16 games that that's cool but uh, you know J.J. Watt is like a legitimate first ballot hall of famer maybe one of the top 10 defensive players of all time it's not even maybe he is, but that was like five years ago. So. That's why I said if he could stay healthy for sixteen games, he could be the difference. He's not but as good as he points. once was, but he could be as good once as he ever was, and that's all we needed this last if, game if because we lost by five points. If there's two things he can still do. It's he can still garner attention, and he's still gonna bat the shit out of balls at the line of scrimmage. That's all you really need. So just moving on real quick from Tommy Tuberville 2.0 here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, sh- I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm spraying, I'm spraying, I'm spraying today, gentlemen. 
poor Deshaun. I, I, I'm with you. You, you. I, I agree with everything you said, Ray. You got to kind of flush everything out the system and restart and rebuild. Let that man go. He, I don't think there's five quarterbacks better in the league than this guy. He's been getting his ass killed for the last few seasons there in Tech in Houston. And then they kept Bill O'Reilly or Bill o, Bill. They kept Bill O'Reilly on too long as well. But the Texans kept Bill O'Brien way too long and didn't get rid of him till after he got rid of all their good players and alienated everybody else. Like, that made no sense. Give that man his walking papers. Give that man his freedom papers and let's go. Because I'm going to say something else and then I'm going to let Tony get in here. There's got to be about, what, five or six teams that are legitimate Super Bowl contenders with Deshaun. Well, more than that. And that's the Probably. question. And that's the question I want to ask you guys. I mean, first of all, let's think about it this way: Stafford garners two first rounders, a third rounder, and a guy who I guarantee you, if you just drafted quarterbacks to teams, would have a starting job in the NFL. And Jared Goff. That's what that's what Matt Stafford garners in a trade. What does Deshaun Watson garner in a trade? And now let's go through the list. Let's go through the list that of teams that have no business being interested trading for Deshaun Watson. Okay? Seattle Seahawks. Green Bay Packers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo Bills. Baltimore Ravens. San Diego Chargers. That's I don't it. know. I'd I, I yeah. take Deshaun over. Deshaun's no, 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 no. I said have no business. Not whether or not we think he's better than the quarterback there. But think about what it's going to take to get Deshaun Watson in addition to shipping your quarterback out that you already believe you can win with. Those seven teams believe they can win a Super Bowl with those quarterbacks. Why would they give up more stuff to go farther away from to have a guy who we're going to sit and argue about may or may not be that much better? He's better, but is he that much better? Yes. Than those guys. But of who? Not of Aaron Rodgers. Not Russell no, no, Wilson. No, 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 not no, Patrick Chargers. Mahomes. We talk about the Chargers. Oh, you started with the Chargers? Yeah, we talk yeah. about the No, we talk about the Chargers. He's that much better than that guy. And that guy showed promise this year. He's but I'm saying team. the youth his youth shows like he's that was that was the most touchdowns ever by a rookie passing quarterback. Did he, I mean, why would you get rid of that guy? I understand Deshaun Watson's better. I'm giving you that. The to, to answer your question, and yes, and for the record, uh You'd put Joe Burrow before you'd put. Uh, I don't know about Burrow not. anymore, though. Yeah, get 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 well soon, sir. Get well, you please do. Yes. Yeah. Um, the reason, and I feel like we've really went on a tangent here because I think most of us agree. Take away the Chargers, the other six, I think we agree on. Yes. Okay. Um, that you wouldn't trade for, you wouldn't trade those guys. Okay, so six for... and the debatable, but everybody yes. else. So that's twenty-five and a half teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else should and even and, and and no disrespect to Russell Wilson, but I think he's capped on his. I think he's capped on his talent. I think he has. Could I you think imagine he's about as far as the talent could go? Could you imagine if Seattle had a running game with offensive line this last year? No, you're completely right. But you can imagine if Deshaun, who had no running game on top of that, had either one of those receivers or an offensive line to boot. Listen, I mean, this Melo Farmer been getting killed his whole time in the league, and he's he. And he's won. They've won like three. Vince. He's won like three division titles. He's been in the playoffs. They were just in the freaking divisional playoff round last year. Well, they With just changed that best receiver in the league. I last understand. Year. I'm not saying though that Deshaun Watson hasn't had not as good a chances as Russell Wilson, but he's had yeah. been in the playoffs with a team that's been good. Good, but 
You should, look, we're not. Yes, I think we agree with that. But still, I'm just saying, Deshaun Watson would kill for Russell Wilson's situation. Right. Oh, I, I completely agree. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. even Aaron Rodgers, all the quarterbacks we mentioned, he'd rather be playing with that team. He'd rather be playing yes. probably with. We could probably run down the list of teams that he'd rather be playing with. There might be three or four that would be worse than the Texans. I, I just I think we forget as a collective unit. Man, maybe this is one of those Mandela effect situations. But Deshaun feel like he's been in the league forever. This motherfucker's this is his fourth year. You and know, so he's twenty five. Well, same as Mahomes. I've always been high on Deshaun. Same year. Yeah, I've always been high on him. I, I wish the Browns would have drafted him when he was available. I've always I'm I'm here for him. Him and Jameis, those are the hills that I am willing to die on. And and Deshaun proved it this year. I mean, statistically speaking, he had his best season in the league with nothing. <laughs> with nothing. So who he do you had nothing? Real briefly, around the horn, and we're going to move on to the Super Bowl, bringing up Patrick Mahomes there, right, and finish out our NFL talk here because we want to get to the NBA. we got power rankings for you guys, and we want to touch briefly on the UFC before we get you out of here. Where do you want him to go, Ray? Where do you want Deshaun Watson to go? What's your perfect situation for him as a fan of the NFL and a fan of Deshaun Watson, which we all are both of those things? So the perfect situation for him in terms of what the Texans can get back is Miami. I don't think anything's close. Perfect situation for him as a player is San Francisco. He can go to San Francisco today. And with all respect to the Rams and with all due respect to the Packers, they're, they, they're winning the Super Bowl next year. Like, not competing. They're winning the Super Bowl next year. They're that good. If, if they can get him and only give up picks and not give up personnel, and, you know, of course, everything is contingent on health. But, like, health willing, like, they're, the San Francisco is that we talked about all the people that he can come on to and be a Super Bowl contender. San Francisco at the top of the list. San Francisco, Miami, um, I think New San Orleans, I think Chicago. I think San Francisco Washington. can be that same type of contender, though, with Matt Ryan and give up a lot less. You're probably right, but still, if you're shooting, might as well. Look, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym, bro. Like, shoot or shoot. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. I think Miami, that obviously makes the most sense. I mean, they can give up Tua. Uh, two first rounders, their firstborn, the Ark of the Covenant, that glove that allowed Thanos to handle the Infinity Stones. Well, Platt, uh, they can uh, get uh, their uh, picks uh, back that they gave up for a left tackle. <laughs> they can get them back. <laughs> Touche. And also, it's going to take a, a mint uh, rookie, a mint condition uh, rookie Hank Aaron baseball card as well. But I mean, I, I, honestly, that makes the most sense because who says no in that in that thing? Personally. I would love for him to come to Cleveland because that would make the Browns would automatically be a Super Bowl contender next year with Deshaun Watson. You give up Baker, and I, I, they're not going to give up Baker because the city has fallen in love with Baker. He's not going anywhere. But you give up Baker, maybe you can throw OBJ in there and two first rounders. Yeah, with what the Browns still have remaining, yeah, they'd be Super Bowl contenders. Everybody, not now, but right now. Everybody wins. Jarvis Landry is the number one on that team, and I think they'll be better. OBJ realizes and accepts that Jarvis Landry is the number one on the team, and I hate this kid, but he makes plays and he's not good. But the Rashard Higgins kid continues yeah. to get catches, and he's not talented, but he keeps finding ways to get catches. Mm -hmm. Can you he match that Jones, he, yes. he was a rookie this year. He's going to continue to get better. That two-headed running Hooper? game, Austin Hooper. It's another guy too, because Ogan Joby, he's gone. The African tight end is gone, but there's another guy that could play too. Said it again. Yeah, Ndoku, he's gone. 
But um, there's another guy, another tight end too that could play. Uh, You're right. The thir- um, Harrison Bryant. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, I would love that. It's not going to happen, but I would love it. That's a good trade, though. I would like to see him go to the Jets. Make the Jets relevant again. You got what the second pick this year. You can send Darnold to you know be the quarterback for the Texans for the next year and a half, and then whichever quarterback you believe in after Trevor Lawrence, you get there. Obviously, they're going to have to send a little bit more after that. But for me, Watson wants to be on the East Coast. He already said it. He already said AFC as well. So, hey, why not make a major metropolitan team relevant again? Because the Giants are going to get better next year. So the Jaguars is an interesting situation too because you got Urban Meyer there, who's a very, very good coach, which could be intriguing. And you can basically send Trevor Lawrence for him right now, and you might not send much more. So... Uh, interesting situation to say the least last thoughts quickly go ahead yeah getting traded to new york and having your best receiver be jameson crowder is not the move everything else you said yes i think every league is better when new york la chicago houston and dallas miami maybe his team in seattle yeah, but, when these teams are good but the jets have cap right. space and there's like two dozen excellent receivers on the market right now. I mean, if they went out and traded for Deshaun Watson and brought in a guy like Kenny Galladay or Allen Robinson, I mean, shit. That makes me feel better. Yeah. They have cap space there. That's what I mean. I'm saying, and that's where he wants to go. So that, that division, that region. So, all right, listen to this real quick and we'll be right back. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. Sports, 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 sports. Super Bowl 55, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. There's been a few big bets on both sides. I believe somebody did lay down a $2 million bet. On Tampa 2.3. Bay, $2.3 million bet that would pay $2 million on Tampa Bay, considering that they have rigged the lines around minus 120 for even money as far as the spread goes. But at the same time, I want to let you guys know something about Tom Brady and a very good possibility why this person bet on Tom Brady. There are only six people in the four major sports that have ever won seven titles and two MVPs in their career. Tom Brady seeks to be the seventh and the very first ever in the NFL. Can't, do you mind if we guess who the other ones are? I think I, I think I can guess. Sure, go ahead. So the other, the Red. other, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. They're either they're not in the NFL. It's NBA, NHL, MLB. So go ahead. So Gretzky for sure. Nope, never won seven titles. Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio is a yes. Bill Russell is a yes. How how many? Oh, no, seven. You said seven. Seven titles and and two MVPs. There's five people. There's six other people. Brady seeks to be the seventh. Okay. So you said said DiMaggio. You said, uh, not Jordan. um, You said Uh, Bill Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Mm -hmm. Kareem got seven? Nope. We got five. Kareem got six. Kareem got six, I think. Okay. Uh, G don't got seven, does he? Nope. He's got four. That's a much harder question than I thought. That seventh championship yeah. complicates shit. Uh, it's somebody else in basketball, dog. We're missing so somebody else. There bro. are no other yeah. people. There's no one else that's ever done that in the NBA. The one two MVPs and seven titles. 
If you reduce Gordie Howe? Gordie Howe, no. There is one person from the NHL you'll never get. It's, it's, uh, it's Gian Bellevue. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. He yeah, played yeah. for 20... God, he, God played, bless you. he played from yeah, 1950 yeah. to 1971 with the Montreal Canadiens. He was a 10-time All-Star, oh. two-time MVP, one of the greatest players ever. But when you think of great all-time dynasties and franchises in professional sports, NHL, the Canadians, right? I, I understand the Gretzky thing, but he didn't win seven titles. So, the other... Okay, so we got Russell... I gave you Jean Bellevue because you weren't going to get it. I wouldn't have get it. I don't blame you. I'm not saying that I should get it over you, but I don't know. No fucking clue. Pod and Dave review NHL for the Chairshot Radio. Tune into that every single morning on thechairshot.com. They probably wouldn't have got that. You have, who did you say did from? Babe, did Babe get seven? No, oh, no, no. Who, we, who did said, you? Um, we said DiMaggio. DiMaggio. Okay. There's three, other people, there's three other people, and they're all from baseball. Mantle is one Mickey. of them. Okay. Okay, so we got Mantle. So there's two more. Uh, let's so, see. Yes, and stay in the same realm. There's Stan one. Musial. No, no, Stan no. Musial. The three okay. baseball players you have named all have one thing in common. The Yankees. Oh, the Yankees. So I who's, said Ruth and Ruth. Nope. Never won okay. seven. Never um, um, oh, uh, uh, um, um. It'd be like the guy De- who, Roger it, Maris. No, it'd be like Deja Vu all over again. Okay, so the one more. So it's not Jeter. You guys don't know that you don't know that you don't know that he didn't get seven. You don't know that Yogi Berra said it'd be like deja vu all over again. Oh, touche, touche. That's that wasn't a a Berraism I was familiar with, but there's a million (laughs) of them. So Bill Russell, Jean Bellevue, and basically four of the greatest Yankees of all time: Berra, DiMaggio, Gehrig, Mantle. Like Breeze joining the essence of this. If he wins that, I mean, come on, guys, that's insane. Right. And in the football. Which is the ultimate team sport? That's First. amazing. Now, the the thing that um really sparked my interest when I, I I read about that bet, I'm thinking, and and I know you guys don't go down this rabbit hole with me. I think that these games are a lot more manipulated. I don't want to say fixed, but they're a lot more manipulated than we would we're led to believe or we would want to believe. But I mean, sports are a trillion dollar industry. If you don't think they're manipulating these games, you're smoking crack. So that's telling me that that guy knows something. I, what does he know? I don't know. Maybe it could like be it. just as simple as it's Tom Brady. But I feel like that Mellon Farmer knows something that we don't, we're not privy to. Now let me give you the historical perspective on the other side. And another trivia question for you guys. And I hope you listeners enjoy trivia and what we do here because we like to do that on different podcasts. I think people enjoy that. Listening along, either trying to think about it before you can get it, or already knowing and yelling at whatever listening device going, are you fucking kidding me? These idiots don't know this fucking answer right now. So, yep. Patrick Mahomes seeks to become, what is he? He's not even 25, right? I think he Probably is 25, right? Okay, 24, 25, something like that. So, he, whatever the age is of youth he is at, he seeks to become the first player since this player to win two Super Bowls and an MVP before let's just say 25 isn't it tampa doesn't have to be tampa no right didn't have mvp back then mm, touche um, uh we uh, we've we've got to be uh friend tarkington friend tarkington he never, never won a he super never bowl won. the yeah, viking do you do you know how you harass a vikings fan by saying they won no you take a glass like a drinking glass a clear drinking glass and it's empty and there's nothing in it and you take it and you turn it upside down 
and then you bring them over and you go, I imported your trophy case from Minnesota. <laughs> That's wow. hilarious. Is it a quarterback? It's a quarterback, correct? It's got to be a quarterback. It's not a quarterback. Oh. Okay. So that opens it up. Um, two championships. And a, two championships. And an MVP. You, did you just say Super Bowl era? Before the age of 26, two Super but Bowls. Said, but Super Bowl. Two, two Super, Super Bowl. Bowls and an MVP before the age of 26. Not Franco. Not Super Bowl MVP, right? No. League MVP so, and two Super Davis. Bowls. Terrell no. Davis. No, he was old when they did that. He was in his. He was like twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah, he retired after one of those. Terrell Davis games, didn't, didn't he have a military career before? Like he was, he was laid into the league. No, that's why he did the. No, that's the Mike Anderson dude that was on that team. Because oh, remember they had okay, three yeah, running backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That was yeah. Uh, okay, so who was good? Uh, Pittsburgh is. Okay, a, is a, let's 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 think about it. Let's think about it. It had to be a team that won. Two Super Bowls within a very brief period of time. Because, oh, Emmitt Smith. Thank you. There you go. Ring a ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My bad. My bad. It's all good. Yeah. People are yelling at their listening device on that one. Let's get back to Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Ray, just give us your game thoughts. Let's go around the horn and, and wrap up our NFL talk like that. Well, um, it's massively disappointing that this game is happening in pandemic because this would easily be the biggest game in history, and it still may be. Um, a great matchup of teams. Um, mo- most of the times we get games like this, and it's either great offense versus great defense. We have two great offenses and two really good defenses. So it's going to be interesting on both sides of the ball. You have stars on both sides. Frank Clark and Honey Badger on one side. You got Devin White. You got Mr. Three Fingers himself, JPP. You got some really – and Dominican Sue, I think, is still there – that's some really good, 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 good names, but it's always going to come down, to, like it always is, to the quarterbacks. I think Andy Reid has, um, I think he has finally moved past his reputation of making really shitty time management decisions in crunch time. I think he's kind of broken past that um, issue or that, you know, I that that skeptic that that skepticism he had on him for for a long time. Um, and I don't. I'm not gonna be cliche and say whoever has the ball last will win, but I do think ball control will matter. The most important players in this game will be Clyde Edwards, Elair, and Leonard Fournette, because ball control will matter. Because you're gonna have a takeover, takeaway. I think personally on both sides, Mahomes gonna throw a pick. Brady gonna throw probably a couple because you know his arm is a noodle after 16 games. Um, but it, I think it's going to matter who can control the clock. And um, it will behoove Kansas City to utilize their running game more than they have. They've tried to a bit in the playoffs with Derrick Williams. Uh, Edwards Elair is healthy now, so that helps. And the kid is a stud. Um, you know, every running back that was good in the 2010s apparently plays for Tampa Bay right now. Uh, <laughs> that's not a joke. LaShawn McCoy, Ronald Jones, Fournette. Um, yeah, ball control is going to matter. But ultimately, uh, I think the best team in football, still the best team in football, I think the new Tom Brady takes takes down the old Tom Brady. I think the Chiefs win this game, and I'm going to give you a score of 
much younger, much much sorry, much younger, but much um, less than probably people who think. I'm gonna go 2016. Interesting, interesting. So number one, you know Andy Reid ain't never been about that running game life. That's just not <laughs> that's not what he does. Shout there. out to Brian Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> And shout out to Andy Reid, man. I mean, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, Patrick Mahomes. If it's one thing Andy Reid's going to do, it's start a black quarterback. Like, who has done more for, for – who has done more in terms of uh, racial equality and progress and yeah, soothing right. racial tensions than Andy Reid? God bless yeah, the Kool-Aid right. man on that joint. Um, it's hard to go against – Kansas City because I I feel like this whole season has been the march to the inevitable I think that everybody in the league was fatally flawed except for Kansas City they didn't actually look like world beaters every time this year I think they sometimes played down to the level of their competition but I mean the games they lost were division games so of course the division guys are going to know how to beat you they got to play you every year twice so of course you know they're going to lead to that it's it's hard to go against Kansas City. I think that they have been the best team this entire year. I honestly didn't think there were any other good teams I, other than Kansas City. I thought Kansas City was head and shoulders above every other team in the NFL. Now, this being said, you do have two weeks to prepare. And, you know, I, I wish there – I'm sure it is somewhere, but I would like to see a stat about the uh, competitiveness of the NFL as opposed to the week off and the two weeks. Because I feel like that two weeks would probably bleed, breed more competitive games, just because you got two weeks worth of preparation. Uh, plus, they don't—they're going to go down to Tampa. They're not really going to be able to kick it and whatnot, so people are going to be more focused. I think it is going to be close. I think we're going to give more points. As much as I want to say Tampa Bay, because that dude putting down 2.3 on Tampa Bay really makes me think that he knows something we don't. But I, I've, I've been riding the Chiefs all season. I thought they were the best team. I said they were going to win this whole time, and everybody else was playing for second place. So I'm going to go with McHomie and them. I'll try to give you a score. I'm not good at this. I'll go 24-20, something like that. Well, you guys got some low-scoring affairs. I'll just wrap this up by saying Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas City. Why? Patrick Mahomes, 45-24 Chiefs. We'll be right back. Wow. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Sit 
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I'm fairly certain that our listeners are just like us. They appreciate every time they get to hear a little JT. Before we get into it real quick around the horn, like it's got to remind you of watching the NBA growing up. It does me especially. Um, it reminds me of Sundays. Once football was over was Michael Jordan Day. And the Chicago Bulls would be on NBC, and this would be the music you would hear. That's that's what it makes me think of, honestly. And I, I loved it. Even living in Milwaukee, you know, the Milwaukee area. Uh, man, I had everything Bulls. Word to Sidney Moncrief. Shout out. Great defender. And uh, Jack Sigma and his perm. Great shooter. Yeah. Great player. Uh, actually, player. actually, Jack Sigma ahead of his time. Like literally, yes. Uh, like not as talented, but like a, a Dirk Nowitzki type before Dirk Nowitzki. Honestly, like the dude was. Look up his stats. Go to pro. Uh, yep. Go to probasketballreference.com and look up Jack Sigma stats with the Sonics and early with the Bucks. Sigma and Zambier really broke the mold for that position and shooters. Um, but since we're just shouting out old school Bucks, shout out to Terry Cummings. TC, Alvin good Robertson. spur as well. Alvin, Alvin Robertson, Robertson, quadruple double. Yeah. He had a quadruple he's, double. He's more of a all-star to me. Really? Yeah. Huh. And Terry Cummins, rookie of the year, right? And Millie Walker. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Number one pick, wasn't he? Out of UCLA? Not number one, but first round. Okay. okay. Uh, Ricky Pierce, great buck. Oh, okay. I loved me some Ricky Pierce, man. Terrell I Brandon, really early Terrell Brandon. Terrell Brandon early was uh, 
Cavalier Cleveland. first, though. Yeah. 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 That was, was a bad. It was a bad trade for the yeah. Bucks. I like Terrell Brandon, but he didn't want to be here, and and we we I think we traded Cassell for him with something else too, and that was just oh yeah. It was the, the breakup the... of yeah. They traded they traded uh, what did they they traded Big Dog instead of Ray Allen first I think after Cassell and I'm like dude Big Dog you should have kept to get rid of Allen but whatever anyway the demise of the well, 2001 that... Bucks but it made sense because Ray Allen lasted a lot longer than the Big Dog did no but yeah. at the time Big Dog was better for us Ray Allen had no interest in playing defense now granted Big Dog got the ball ripped every time he grabbed a rebound and tried to bring it up the court but off the ball defensively Big Dog would average almost like a block and a half over a few seasons he might be the best college player I ever saw. That Mellon Farmer was amazing. He at would Purdue. stand. He would stand That's nineteen. Fair. He would stand nineteen yeah, yeah, twenty yeah. feet away on the wing, and he would take that ball. And you know how you get the three point stance, like the triple threat stance, and then you could swing that ball down below your knees to get the defender off. And at the same time, you could always bring that ball up over your head, right? Like you're gonna pass it and you're looking around. Nobody could shoot a jump shot like Big Dog, holding that ball above his head like he's gonna pass. And he would just pop up and shoot. Well, that's that's known now as the mellow jab step. But, but for you young kids, that's big dog. That, that was big dog first. Purdue. Much Shout out respect. to Gene Cady. Yes. Hey, the Big Ten back then was rough. Yeah, Ooh. man. Yeah, man. Michigan had, and those. Yeah. yeah. You Little had Rice Indiana was there team. back in those days. Indiana. Rice. Yeah. You had uh, O State with uh, Jimmy Jackson and Funderburg. Like, yeah, the You're Big right. Ten wasn't no joke back in the day. Good times, good times. Good times, and hey, I love I love the allegory to NBA and NBC. That's the greatest intro music to bat to like to any sport, I think, because I the nostalgia gives me, man. I mean, we 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 grab the NFL on Fox for the NFL because we think that's the best NFL one. Unless you're gonna go some old school like NFL films kind of stuff. Yeah, Steve like, Sable got yeah, some great stuff. I mean, yeah. excellent. All right, P. Um, but yeah, NBA. I mean, ESPN one's not bad, but I think. It is a little bit better. It's iconic, definitely. All right, we're talking NBA, obviously, here. Let's get into what's happening nowadays. Top five power rankings. How you guys want to do this? You want to go five, 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 five? You want to have one person give it? We'll criticize it. What do you want to do? On-air meeting. You're listening to Three Man Weave on thechairshot.com. I'd imagine our fives aren't too different. So let's start at five. Who's everybody got? I'll start. Uh, first, uh, uh, oh, we'll do that last. We'll do honorable mentions last where you had the rest of the teams falling in. At five, I got Brooklyn. Same. Same? Same. We all got Brooklyn same. at five. Okay, let's just and keep let's keep the, going until we're not the same, and then we can come back and revisit I want to see if this is – this would be hilarious because there was no pre-show meeting on what we picked. I just said, get your power rankings together. We're going to talk about it. All right? We'll stop. We'll stop and go back. This is kind of like Price is Right, where you putt and there, or you you pick the price at a thing, and then you come anyway. Think about it. Well, I already know there's going to be disagreement right here at number four. So please continue. I don't think so. I don't think so because I think let's, let's no, see. no. I maybe, but no, I don't. I don't think the way you think so. Uh, four. I'll start again. Philly. I got Millie Walker. I got the Clippers. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. That <laughs> that lasted. Let's, well, quite let's keep a while. let's keep going and then revisit it, okay? okay. Because I think otherwise we're going to get off on a tangent. Because I think we'll let people know where we stand and then we'll defend each each way. And I think you guys are going to be surprised. 
as far as I'm concerned. Three, I got Utah. Lakers. Philly. Okay. Two, I got the Lakers. Phillies, two. Clippers. One, I got the Clippers. At this point in time, the Jazz were have been the best team in basketball. That's fair. They, I mean, that, what, 11-12 game winning streak just got ended, and that's because Spider didn't play, and Shaq, exactly. shame on you. I don't know what yeah, the but, fuck you and thought Denver's, you were doing. But. Denver's a good team, so you got Lakers number one then by order. Uh, of yeah, best. I got the champs, yeah, man. Yeah. Got you. I got you. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go run down mine real quick just because I, I got what I want in my head, and I'm going to do real quick, and then you guys comment on that. Give me yours. Mm-hmm. I don't have Milwaukee in the top five. I don't. I have them six. I have Denver seven, Boston eight, Indy nine, Phoenix ten. I, I just randomly put that off there, okay? Let's go, Phoenix. Clippers, been doing work without Pat Bev, Reggie Jackson looking real good, uh, Paul George and, and Kawhi are back. I, I, I got to give it to them. Lakers just lost two games, but I still got them number two. They're going to be fine. It's hard when you lose to Detroit. I can't keep you at number one. Utah, 15-5. and five. If they could defend the three, that'd be great. They give up the worst three-point field goal percentage in the league. Second worst only. I mean, only uh, team right behind them is Milwaukee, I think, and then Brooklyn. Philly has been looking really good. Uh, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers. And then I got Brooklyn. They beat Milwaukee. What else do you want me to say? If they can figure out how to play defense, they're going to be the best team in the league. But I'm not sure they can. As if. I'm not sure they can. Ray, you're talking already. Fire away, man. Let Platt let, let, let wrap it up. If. No, I'm, no, no. I got Black you. Can go. No, no, that's perfect. That's a good that's a good transition. Go ahead. Run it run it back up. Um, I didn't do a full list after five, but I do know my honorable mentions for sure are Denver and Milwaukee. Um and you know I'm I love Denver. I think Nikola Jokic is Nikola Nikola Jokic and uh my dad, boy uh, Dad Bod God, Jamal Murray. Dad both those guys. I love those dudes. I think they're the most fun team to watch play basketball. Can I tell you, res- they got Bo mm-hmm. Bo, right? They got Bo No, yeah, they got Bo Bo, yes. Yeah, they got Bo Bo. In my 2K season, I tr- I had to influence my GM to trade for Bo Bo. Got to have that dude in 2K. Oh, my God, yes, because he does everything. And, like, in three years, he's like an 85. It's ridiculous. Um, But, yeah, so um, the Nets barely made my top five. And, like, they're talented as all hell, but they don't play any defense. And, like, trust me, I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. Their coach is the – their their head coach is the best player in the history of the Suns. Then their, their assistant head coach is the coach of the best team in the history of the Phoenix Suns. We didn't play no defense. You're not going to win that way. And they're winning games basically off track meets and – you saw Hard didn't play last night. They lost 149 to 148 to the Wizards. Like it is just it's no. So that they've got to they've got to get that fixed. Um I have the Clippers for at the Lakers 3 mainly because I'm still biased against the Clippers in this one fact. There is no damn reason they shouldn't dominate the league. I know they've had some injury issues, they've had some covid issues, but they got to show me because they had a lot, they, they talked a lot of game, and they had a lot of build up, and I need to see it from them first. 
Okay, look at that. And uh, I guess number one in our power rankings should be court the court vision team. Um, you know. Uh but no, um number two I think is Philly and number one is the Jazz. I know it's weird to put the Jazz number one, but if you if you've paid attention to the league this year, they have been the best team by far. Philly has been the best team in the East. Jo- jo- Joel Embiid has a legit shot to win MVP this year, and that sounds crazy. But as my brother said, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers. I still think it's going to be some concerns in the playoffs when you have two weeks to game plan for seven games and only four players on the court can shoot. You know, that's going to be a thing. But right now, doesn't matter because Tobias Harris is living his best life knowing that he ain't got to bump into big-ass Al Horford every time he gets on the block. Um, and I'm disappointed in Milwaukee. I'm so disappointed in Milwaukee because th- and that's, that's not just because you're on the call, my brother, but they should be dominating this league right how, now. They're better. How genius – I mean, listen, I, I love to toot my own horn, and I'm going to do it right here, but I think deservedly so. How genius was I to say the Bucks should wrap up whoever they can package to Charlotte or to 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 whoever wherever they need to pick to take LaMelo Ball to pair him with Giannis. Could you imagine? LaMelo Ball is one of the best players in the fucking league already. It's ridiculous. He's having one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time. And he's coming off the bench. Charlotte, start that man. No, leave him where he's at. Why? He's at, he's he's getting 30 he's playing at the Who gives a in basketball? I've always said this. Who gives a fuck who starts? It's about who finishes the game. Sure. But it matters who starts too. But I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and yes, LaMelo is fantastic. But the Ball brothers can pass. We know that. That's the one thing they can do. Um, besides, this, one, this, besides one, this one can shoot. Media. This one can shoot. He's better. He's, he's, he's a consistent shoot. shooter. He's a consistent shooter. Lonzo, if Lonzo could shoot 35%. Lonzo would have got that extension by now. He's restricted because he can't shoot. And now you see the Pelicans trying to trade him and JJ Reddick, the one shooter they got. Um, well, I mean, Lamelo's always been the guy. Hey, do you want with yes. the balls first bust bust on the scene? They were saying this two three years ago when he was still in high school. Here's how those one. here's how those trade talks go. Hey, we're looking to move Lonzo. He can't shoot, but we'll throw in JJ Reddick. Well, that kind of averages out a little bit. I get it. That's exactly <laughs> right. Because I bet bet money if Ben Simmons would have got traded to Houston, All right, Steph so Curry would have been in that trade. You just invent that teleporter that combines two people together and comes out as one. I would love to have Lonzo Reddick on my team. I'm with it. They're about the same color anyway. Just sit that out loud? Just that out loud? I, I actually think JJ is slightly darker and has better hair. <laughs> And I shall pass the baton to my brother, Christopher Platt. Yeah, you walked into that one. Go ahead, follow yourself there, bro. Hey, man, everybody been getting it today, man. Why should this be any different? Shout out to the balls, though, especially the dad. I love those guys. Um, I had Brooklyn at number five. I know they're, they've they been a little topsy-turvy. They're still trying to figure this out. As a matter of fact, I said it on these airways a few months ago before the trade was even, when it was just pure speculation that I think that this could work. The ace in the hole that they have and this was the most intelligent thing Steve Nash could have done was that he brought Mike D'Antoni onto his staff because who in the history of the NBA with the possible exception of Phil Jackson is better at making round pegs fit in square holes 
D'Antoni's been doing that his whole career, putting these weird teams that maybe on paper don't make a lot of sense, but putting them together and helping them thrive. And hell, man, for all we, uh, and I mean, uh, we assume that he has a, a, a pretty good working relationship with uh, James Harden as well. Hell, for all we know, man, they might have been in cahoots this whole time, and this was their whole diabolical scheme to get them both to Brooklyn so they can go chase a title. You know what I mean? D'Antoni and, and Harden, I'm saying. So, yeah, I've got them at five. I still believe at the by the end of the season, they're going to figure it out. Uh, number four, I, I got Milwaukee there because they can still defend they're still the best defensive team in the league and as long as you can defend it's going to give you if you can defend and rebound it doesn't matter what level of basketball you play if you can defend and rebound you're going to have a chance to win every single night and as if anything i think the defense i don't know statistically if it would back it up but i think the defense has improved with drew holiday because he's one of the best two-way players at the guard position in the league it 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 hasn't it hasn't improved it's down slightly. They're still there. They're not top anymore, but the problem is they can't defend the three right now, and it's that's effort, and it's the same thing Brooklyn is. If you want to change your mentality as a team, defense is a mindset. It's not a physical gift. Trust me. Trust me. I've defended. I, I, I'm 6'1 I'm with my shoes off. I've given guys that are six eight to seven foot more fits than any other guy that's six eight to seven foot at the same size and they'll tell you it's about a mindset and knowing how to use your body ask dennis rodman touche touche uh number three i got philly they got off to a hell of a start this year they've tailed off a little bit recently but i mean they had no place to go but down Uh, i agree with ray Embiid is a, a mvp candidate early on out the gate but I still don't like his gait. That terrifies me. Absolutely terrifies me. He runs like Cam Newton up and down the court. And Cam Newton's got 10 years of NFL on him where he's been getting the shit beat out of him because of the way that, you know, he played the game or the way that they, his his offense structured him to play the game. So that terrifies me. Joel, my brother, salmon and chicken breast, they're going to be your best friend. I really wish you would lose about 10 to 15. You know what I mean? Just you got to do something about that run, man. You just it, it pains me to watch you run. Uh, number two, I, I got to have the Clippers out there. I think they have the best record. I think right now they have the best record in the West is between them and Utah. I think they because Utah just recently lost because Spider half a game. was hurt. Yeah, so half a game. So I got it. And I mean, talent wise, they're still pretty damn good and Kawhi might when he plays be the best player in the league it just so happens that he's a part-timer he on that Brock Lesnar schedule so I had to put him there and number one obviously the Lakers they're still the best team I still think everybody else similar to the Chiefs everybody else is playing for number two at this point the offseason moves they made and plus I just watched LeBron drop what 47 on the Cavs last week and they needed every single one of them shout out to the Cavs by the way who are much improved but they needed every single one of them but, I mean, if he's hitting his jump shot, there's still – there's nothing you can do. There's literally nothing you can do. If that jump shot is falling, you got nothing. What are you going to do? And he's smarter than you. What are you going to do? You, you can't do anything. So, yeah, the Lakers, the champs are, are number one. Shout-out to Utah. Shout-out to Denver. I like Denver. I think Denver has a higher ceiling than Utah. Um, anybody else I missed? I think At that level, I think that's about it. Can, can, we, can we show some love to Houston, though? Because, the, like, they have really remade themselves. And Steven Silas, Steven Silas can coach. Anybody who know, has watched basketball or even knew his dad knows the kid can coach. You know what's the funny? Kid, he's older than me. You know what's funny about Houston is if you could take John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, and Victor Oladipo 
at the peaks of their career up to this point and put them together, you could argue them could against Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, legitimately, yeah. but it's just yeah. not. It's it's injury, 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 and I hope but, they all can come back in the sporting. You got your your best weapon. You have. We can say it together on three if you want. One, two, three. Christian, Christian Wood. Wood. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, twenty 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 one All Star, Christian Wood. Why I mean, I wish he was a. Could yeah, you imagine man. him on the box with Giannis? Like, uh, we'll send you Brooke Lopez and. Um, uh, I don't know. Future Pat consideration. Pat no, no, you can't. I got. Project I know. Pat. I know Pat Connaughton. <laughs> the the best thing Stephen Silas has going for him is that his daddy could still whip anybody's ass in the league. That's facts. I'm no, not... nobody wanted with Paul Silas. You do not want that issue. I guarantee to you. Paul Silas got that John Amos. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> that I'm I may be 78 years old, but I still whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. And I'm gonna get the jump on you. You ain't even gonna see it coming. I hope you've enjoyed our NBA top five power rankings up to this point in the season. Thank you once again for listening. Thanks to everybody who's listening to Chair Shot Radio Network. We've seen a lot of people encouraged to continue to listen to everything we're doing. Sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. I want you to listen to this for six seconds, and we're going to give you some UFC knowledge that you might not know. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Bray, Chris, yes, sir. UFC. They got some big events coming up. Let's talk about it. First of all, Dustin Poirier coming out saying. I deserve to fight for a title. And you know what? Let's make it a trilogy. Let's run it back. Poirier McGregor 3 for that title. That's that's what's out there, Ray. You, I see what you're doing. You don't want to smell the smell and salts. You got a vacuum kind of created with your nose and your finger there. You don't want to smell. Okay, so you don't smell what Dustin is stepping in. No, Dustin's stepping in dollars and, and Bitcoin and Money yes. and fame, Ching Ching and GameStop. Yes, 100%. he's trying to buy GameStop. But that is not an appealing fight to me. That's 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 as appealing as seeing Connor versus Floyd too. Like nothing is appealing about that because, and I don't doubt McGregor will be better in this in the third fight. But look, man, at this point, with all due respect to. To McGregor, and he is a cash cow, and will forever be a cash cow until he's fighting on UFC on on ESPNs, which will happen eventually. It's got to. Uh, but the money's with the, the money's with the championship. The money's with the championship because you're guaranteed two main event pay per views every time. You're not just main event pay per views because you're fighting a top guy. That's where the money is, and the, ch- the title's right there, bro. Habib is not coming back. He's been trying to give that belt up for months. So I, I just feel like you're probably not going to get a title fight until December at this point. If you fight in 2021 again, and it just makes me question what's the most important to him, and clearly it's money. I ain't. I, I don't knock nobody's hustle. That just don't pass the smell test to me. Money, 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 money. Money. Yeah, plus it's an easy night at the office. I think he took the best that Connor had to dish out and knows he's not going to lose that fight. And there's not a, I don't think there's another fight out there 
that is going to generate that type of interest with the casuals and with the public than that. And it's an easy win. So I can I can totally understand why he wants to go back to that well. I'm not mad at him for that. Yeah, but a, 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 tell me a, a Poirier Chandler or Poirier Gaethje fight with some with some actual build up to it for a championship wouldn't make that that like that's the move I think because then you can defend the belt against Connor and double your money. Well, I I think Chandler is the way to go. I mean, they moved him up to fourth in the rankings after not even being ranked after beating Dan Hooker. The guy obviously can grapple. He can throw some strikes as well. I mean, I think legitimately Michael Chandler was like, I can't just come in and do takedowns. I have to strike, and he proved he can. I I would I agree. Why not Poirier and Chandler? If Abib's not coming back, that should be for and, the because Oliveira decided he couldn't make weight to fight Dan Hooker. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So he should not yeah, be wow. in that bullshit. Period. End of story. Maybe Tony Ferguson and McGregor fight to find out who's number one contender after that. That's the fight I want to see because that's the that's the I don't give a fuck what I do. I'm going out here and just do this fight. Right? That's two old vets who are down on their luck. And both of them need that what was you, when Fight Island started, you remember how you were describing it, Platt? You know, yes. with Yeah, of course. Yes. That's, that's your best work. That is something I love it. This <laughs> is the fight that should be on that fight island because one two men enter, one man leaves. Like, that's what McGregor versus Ferguson would be. When the money gets low and the hungriness shows. I, f- I forgot the rest of that song, but basically. Not the freeway. Here, go ahead. Let me set the ambiance. If you, here, take a second. Think about it. Run something back right here underneath this. Two men enter. One man leaves. Ferguson. Who's the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> you forgot <laughs> Connor McGregor. That's the epi- that's the title of this episode. This, perfect. That all led to this. You're not even going to get to finish it anymore. It all led to who's the other guy? McGregor. He forgot fucking McGregor. <laughs> At this point, he's he's forgettable right now. At this wow. point, wow, we've come a long way, hey. This oh. time, it's for the money. <laughs> yeah, that didn't hit same anymore. <laughs> We're done. That's fun. All right, <laughs> I think we've all given our thoughts there on that division. I just want to mention a couple notes. We do have coming up Usman and Burns for that title. That's in a couple weeks, but we do have a free UFC fight night coming up with Overeem and Volkov. They both have wins over Harris uh, within the last year. They both have losses to guys above them in the division, as in um, Rosenstruck and Blades. So this is kind of like a middle of the tier. 5-6, what do you guys think? I mean, I'm going to be watching. I'm happy. I'm always more happy to watch uh, heavyweight contenders. It's like boxing, isn't it? Yep. Last time Overeem fought, didn't he get his lips knocked off? No, he won his last fight. That's been uh, a few who, fights. That's who am few. I talking about then? There was a guy. He lost the Rosenstruck, didn't he? And yes. this smelling farmer had his lips knocked off. Yeah. I thought it was Overeem. 
It probably was, but Overeem's fought since then and won. But yes, okay, he, okay, okay. he took a pretty hard L. Okay. He got knocked the fuck out in the fight I'm talking about as well, didn't he? That happens, though. That's why we want to watch the heavyweights. <laughs> and and uh, who who's Volkov fighting? Remind me again. Overeem. Or who oh, did he? Yes, who did he beat? Yeah. Or who did he lose to? No, no, Blades. No, no, no. I could. I, I, I pulled a Chris Platt and forgot who we were talking about. Um, <laughs> hey, it happened. Alexander Volkov is the truth, right? He is hungry. These Russian dudes, when they come to fight, they don't play no games. You watched Rocky Three, yeah. like he's he's in it, bro. He is ready for this. And Overeem has been. I'm surprised Overeem is still. Like a, a serviceable. Well, he's like what, fighter. like forty something and teen something. Like he's got Overeem sixty plus fights. Was fighting, he was fighting in the early two thousands. I think so, actually yeah. he fought in ninety nine. I think he was the first fighter to fight in four different decades. That's crazy! Wow, nobody yeah. should be fighting that long, man. That's uh, well, just. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Chuck Liddell would fight that long if they let him. He's still trying to come oh, back. Oh, they would. Shamrock too. Um, but yeah, no, Volkov is the truth. I like Volkov. There, people. I don't think we understand here in America, man, with everything that we're we're blessed to have. But that 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 Russian, that Eastern European poverty, similar to that Caribbean poverty, very similar to that South American poverty. That's a vehicle and a beast that we can't even fathom here with our flushing toilets and hot water. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a reason why you know guys from though and women as well from those areas of the world typically do well in the combat sports because they're literally fighting for their lives. I continuously think of when you when you mentioned that point, the 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 one of the greatest NBA quotes I've ever heard in my life. When uh, Chris Porzingis was coming over from Latvia, I believe he's from, and he was, and the combine happened, and they interviewed him. They said, "Well, when you get drafted and you get your first paycheck, what's the first thing you're gonna do?" He said, "Go to a gym." Like, why? You got all this money. He was like, "I ain't have a gym in Latvia. You guys got gyms all the time, <laughs> playing basketball all day long. That's the type of stuff you don't think about. Like, just access to a gym was a luxury to him." That's crazy. That's a great point. But comedically, I want to say I thought his first thing was going to be like, get hurt and just collect money. So anyway, um, well, that it's wow. true. But it's true. I mean, he's an underachiever. He's rich. He was on the he verge of being the MVP of the league. Would you rather have Porzingis or Giannis when he was with New York? Literally, those were the conversations people were having on ESPN. And he went from there to... Ooh, boo boo can't fucking get better anymore. Never on the court anymore. Like literally. Seven, Who got the better part of that trade now, though? Who got better part of that trade? He's, the Knicks. Because Porzingis ain't he, shit. He ain't shit anymore. He's seven feet four, Tony. When those lower extremities start to get hurt on you, that's that that's a lot, man. People don't realize how that that's a lot to be seven foot four and your lower extremities start going out, man. That's I, I'm not putting that all on him. Can I shut him down real quick, Chris? Can I shut him down? Please. please. Hey, t- hey, Tony, you're talking about Jonas and Porzingis? One of these two can hit a free throw. 
One of these two has two MVPs. One of these two has a chance to win a fucking title and be a main part of it, and one of them never will be significant ever again. You sure about that? Positive. Yeah. Hundred. One hundred. Okay. Timestamp this, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between. Uh, remember this episode because we will be re- revisiting this when Milwaukee loses again in the Eastern Conference Championships, and next year when when Dallas is healthy and is playing for a world title. I can't wait. And two years from now when Giannis is forcing his way to Miami. <laughs> or, New York, or New York. Or New York. <laughs> hey, hey, that R.J. Berry kid is nice. I want to go play with him. <laughs> the next big three, R.J. Barrett, uh, uh, my Mr. man, um, left hand, Rand, John Randall, and, <laughs> and the Creek Freak. I want to go play with Mitchell Robinson. What's up? <laughs> Man, I feel like Eric Cartman right now. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Oh, Folks, fantastic. I got to tell you right now, if you had half as much fun as we did today, that means we had twice as much fun as you. It's been great to get back talking sports consistently again here. Uh, last thoughts around the horn, the sporting world right now. Let's wrap this podcast up for everybody. Chairshot.com. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash a share shot. Chris, you seem like you're ready to go here. I mean, sporting world. 2021, we're hoping to get out of pandemic soon. Everything's going on that we want. What are you looking forward to? I'm just looking forward to, to sports and just in general. I'm happy to have sports back. But real quick, my, my little parting thought or whatever, man, uh, I, I had to bring this guy up. We lost one of the legendary and I think one of the more underrated luminaries of college basketball last week with the uh, home going, the transition of John Chaney. I mean, this guy, it, it's funny because growing up, John Chaney kind of fit the same mold as John Thompson to me, whereas they had me thinking totally different about each of those universities. I didn't realize that the 15 brothers on those basketball teams at both those schools represented the the entire black experience at those universities. I didn't realize the only 15 people that were black at those schools were the 15 guys on the basketball teams. And, I mean, John Chaney, he made Temple relevant. He was able to get all of high school All-Americans to Temple, and Temple hasn't been relevant since his retirement. Nobody's even thought about Temple since then. Eddie Jones, one of my honestly one of my favorite basketball players of all time. I love Eddie Jones. Aaron McKee. And I'm sure there's some others that I, I'm not thinking of off the top of my head, but I, I just wanted to give John his flowers. He really was a, a titan in the college basketball industry, especially as a, a young black kid, seeing a, a black coach achieve excellence. You know, that 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 meant a lot to me in the same vein as John Thompson. Plus, he also gave me one of the funniest scenes that has ever happened in the history of life. When he stormed in, post-press conference, he had already talked and did his thing, but stormed in to John Calipari's press conference and threatened to whoop his ass and was getting, and was on his way to go whoop his ass, too. He had to be held back by a few people. Listen, And I'm pretty sure... John Chaney would have gave John Calipari his issue. Listen, the old factory on that hunting dog was true because, I mean, look at John Calipari now. The world might be a better place if he had a chance to kill him back in the day. <laughs> we, Ta- we, I we say that, that, and I say that tongue-in-cheek, okay? If you want to come at me, go ahead. I don't care. 
No, we, we got to play that clip at the end of the, the show, man. That shit is still hilarious. I still laugh at it 20 years later. Please, maybe we can't find it. Maybe we will, but we'll see. But shout out an RIP to Coach Don Chaney. Great, great mention. Um, uh, I also have one thing I want to want to bring up too. Uh, first, to answer the question, um, I'm looking for what I'm looking forward to in 2021 is normalcy. You know, I feel like we've had a lot of normalcy with sports, even though they've gone through the ringer. And I, I just want to get back to some normalcy, even if it's just fake or fabricated. It feels good. Um, the Rumble just passed. We're going on the road to WrestleMania and wrestling. We're possibly going to hit a all-star break in basketball. Hot stove is happening in baseball. It feels good to kind of, you know, Super Bowls a few days away. It feels good to have some normalcy. I, I want to give some respect to probably the biggest news item that nobody will ever talk about this week that happened in sports. Candace Parker left the Los Angeles Sparks to sign with her hometown Chicago Sky. If this would have been in, in basketball, this is the equivalency of LeBron leaving. There would, if this would have happened in soccer, this is the equivalency of Messi or Ronaldo leaving or Tom Brady going from the Patriots to the Bucks. But because women's basketball didn't get the play it deserved. So for her to leave a place where she's gonna have quite frankly is gonna have a statue outside of the damn building in LA she went home for one reason one reason only to give back. And so many of us we criticize these basketball players or these athletes because they come from these places no one to give back. Candace is, is truly doing what we say they should do she's going home back to Chicago to give back to give back to the community uh, from from a hope standpoint in, in her play and somebody who's one of the biggest activists in the game. She's giving back from an activist standpoint. So I wanted to give some love to that. And shout out to Sue Bird, who is a legend and coming back again. Go get another championship, Sue. Hey, WNBA deserves more talk. They are balling right now. Shout out to Deanna Tarazi, re-upping for three years back in the desert. Show some love to the WNBA, man. They got great basketball going on down there. That sounds like a great parting shot for this episode of Three Man Weave. Well said, Ray. I couldn't agree with you more. My name is PC Tunney. You can find me at PC Tunney. Please continue to listen to everything on the Chairshot Radio Network. Please continue to listen to Chairshot Radio. You can find me there on Monday and Friday. You can find Platt there on Saturday. You can find Ray there on Thursday. We're always looking to interact with you guys, so check us out all over social media. Like I said, at BC Tunney here on the Twitter. And on the Twitter, check out at Chairshot Media. Find me uh, at It's Ray Cash. R-E-Y as in Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. And uh, yeah, you know, we all host our specific podcast check us all out there's something for you for everybody as mr tunney always says we got sports we got entertainment and then we got the fuck shit okay they're all and all points in between as well (laughs) make sure you guys check out the outsider's edge as well as pot is war i believe they both do they both premiere thursdays on the chair shot radio network I think uh, uh, Edge is Fridays. Yeah, Thursday Edge is Fridays. Friday. I think, yep. I think Take you right into the weekend with both those excellent wrestling shows. Yeah, listen to both of them, man. They're both excellent shows. They really are. Um, you, you guys can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt, but more importantly than that, I say it 
every time, and I'm going to continue to say it. If you appreciate the content we provide here at The Chair Shot day in and day out, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content day in and day out is by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and picking up an official Chair Shot t-shirt. Type in Juneteenth. Type in uh, Black History Month. What did Ray? How did Ray? How did you start the show today, brother? Forty acres and the mule. What else? Try that one. All of try, try the big game, Super Bowl, Tampa. Try all of them. All of them, and you might get something off. Maybe not, but either way, you're there. So you're already there. So you might as well go ahead and pick up a a tear shot T-shirt to support your favorite website for news reviews opinion and analysis with attitude because you're smarter than the average fan i love both these gentlemen they're both my brothers for the commissioner pc tunney for mr raymond cash i'm christopher platt thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of three man we will be back next week same plat time same plat channel enjoy super bowl 50 something or other and until then shalom I just got my ass blasted for giving them hell down in West Virginia. And here you get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys. And you pick them out here and single them out. You can't get that damn nigga in front of the guy. Shut up, guy. You can't get that damn nigga in front of the guy. That's why I was telling my kids to knock your f-ing kid in the mouth. Stand in there pushing in the game. <laughs> Some things never fit. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.